Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to GDN's Talking Comics interview. On today's show, we welcome talented publisher Chris Carter. Chris is the CEO of Global Comics. Global Comics is the place online to find a home for new comic books and projects, or to find work helping other comic creators and teams. Not to mention a great place to find new digital comics by promising new creators. Now, here's your host, Martin Sexton. Welcome once again to another edition of GVN's Talking Comics Interview. I am your host, Martin, and today we welcome the CEO of Global Comics, Chris Carter. Chris and his small but talented team have created a venue that welcomes new and talented comic creators. This gives them a place to establish their new books and publishing houses, but also exposes their talents, not only to an avid comic fan base, but also for the possibility of future employment. This year alone, Global Comics has increased their participation by huge numbers. So we're going to talk to Chris about his beginnings, his company, Global Comics, and what has brought about this impressive success. So let's welcome Chris Carter to GVN's Talking Comics. Thanks for sharing a bit of your time, Chris. How are we doing today? Hey, man. Thank you so much for having me on board. It's so fun to be here. Um, holy shit like this last week has been amazing i can't wait to talk about it <laughs> all right very good okay so uh as is my norm I, I usually because i haven't had that pleasure of talking to you before so let's get a bit of uh your background uh and talk about how did a young man originally from norway get exposed to comics and what were the titles and the creators that intrigued you back in those days some people have you know specific magazines or whatever in Norway, we have this thing where, um, and, and this is still a thing today, right? Like um, like the Disney universe of Donald Duck, you know, starting with Carl Barks, and especially when I was growing up during um, the age of Don Rosa, was like super big. And so I, I grew up with Donald Comics weekly in the magazine stand of the supermarket. And, you know, like, Don Rosa is amazing and his storytelling is top notch. And so I, I quickly came to, you know, love this format. Um, 
And then the next thing I was introduced to uh, from my mom from when she was younger also, but also, you know, like, um, she's like, oh, yeah, you're going to like this, was um, a French-Belgian series called Asterix. And Asterix was just, for me, the humor was just so on point. It, it, th this is a story about this, like, little village at the edge of France, France that didn't get conquered by the Romans during the Roman Empire. And they weren't conquered because they had this druid who made a magic potion that gave everyone superhuman strength. And like the hobby in this village was to go out and like hunt Romans or like beat Romans up. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was hilarious to me, like the, the humor and the, the art style and the, the jokes and everything was just, oh, my God. You know, I, I remember it so vividly. And then animation came and I got the movies now. Oh, my God. Like, th this is this is insane. I, I remember I was 12 years old when I saw these things the first time. Okay, so um, uh, I'm sorry. During that, so during that time while you were, you know, you're getting uh, of, uh, looking at all these different comics, did you ever have any ambitions of writing or drawing your own? Never. I, <laughs> I've never been a creative person. I, I'm I'm not an artist in any way, shape, or form. Like, look, I, when I was eight, my mom gave me oil painting stuff, and I painted things, but I I could never create on my own. I always copied something. I've never been what you'd call artistically gifted, right? Like, I have a vision. I'm going to put that out on a canvas in one way or another. Where I am super super talented and where I got a lot of experience for with global comics is like doing software development or like programming. And it's a kind, like, you know, people argue that it's a kind of art form, right? Like code is art. Um, right. But it, for me, it, it feels like I'm, I'm architecting something, right? Like I'm making a system and there's pipes and there's like things that flowing through in like the right directions. And there's circuit breakers that are like, oh, make sure that it goes in this direction if this condition is it. Um, and, and so for me, you know, like I, I view myself much more as an architect type person than um, a creator type person. Although, you know, like at the end of the day, I'm still creating a platform, I guess. Right. OK, so as I was looking over your bio, uh, like I said, you kind of worked with supporting the various communities with both you know in manga and, and indie comics as a whole so what was it about uh manga and those types of groups that uh appealed to you it's straight up the storytelling dude like storytelling is everything um i i got introduced to manga through stories that i was super interested in and it wasn't you know, it wasn't because it was manga or anything. It was just like, oh, here's a story that you are going to like introduced from a friend. And so I started watching the thing in animation form. And I was like, oh, holy shit. Yeah, I really do like this. And then I learned that the story was, you know, like 100 chapters further along in, um, in manga form. And I was like, well, obviously, I'm going to go read there first. <laughs> I'm going to wait for the animation um so i did that right like and and that's kind of like how i got into the japanese part of of comics and manga it, it's actually rare because i've been introduced to so many stories through animation first it's rare that i actually get into um more western style of comics 
through animation first. Like for, for most of them, I discover through other means um, more so, I think. Okay, so all of this pretty much which led to uh, your establishment of Global Comics in 20, uh, 20, 2017. Uh, so how did this endeavor get started and, and what were your initial goals when you uh, at its infancy? I mean, you know, like, I don't know. When, when I started Global Comics, my goal was I want to make the most awesome comics platform in the world. I didn't really know what that meant, right? Like, and I, I also didn't know how to code. I didn't know how to make it. So I was learning how to like build global comics and learning how to code. As I went along, I started working on the code base in 2014. Um, and I had, you know, like a really amazing teacher in a guy named Josh Levine at Shapeways who taught me not just how to like, write code but how how to actually architect software and there's a difference there right like it, it, in one sense it's kind of like you take a bunch of pieces of wood and you like put them together and then you have a house and then like what an architect would do would be like no 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 you have like all of these pieces and all these things and they need they work together in this way and if you put them together in this particular combination you're going to have an amazing thing um so so that was kind of you know, the start. And I worked on Global Comics from 2014 through 2017. That's when I pushed pushed it live. But, you know, like live meant the service was operational. Everyone could use a platform. You could sign up, you can publish, you could like upload your comics, etc. But it was still a side project for me. And then it wasn't really until the end of 2019 that I was able to um, secure a little bit of funding um, from my then current CEO, uh, who was very, very supportive of me and continues to be, um, who was like, no, I, I think you should make this your full-time thing. And so, you know, starting January of 2020 is kind of where we consider Global Comics quote unquote relaunched as a business. Um, where it was myself and um, Eric, who both uh, started working on this full time and, you know, like started evangelizing this idea of who Google Comics is and why it's awesome and why it's great. Okay, so okay, you mentioned Eric, I said, uh, you know, because you built up a, a, a talented, a small but talented staff, including uh, Eric and uh, Jamal Hennessy, who I'm familiar with because of his book, The Business of Independent Comic Book Publishing, and Kat Jackson and uh, Kevin Van Ness. Uh, you know, Ryan, tell me a little bit about how you got your staff together. Yeah, man. So um, Eric was the first employee of Google Comics Editor. And Eric is a, a guy that I met at the previous company that I worked at. Um, he was the head of business development for that company and he did an amazing job and when that company was shuttering down um this was right around the start of covid and you know the company was around creating <laughs> creating games for people to play on their mobile phones in front of giant jumbotrons in stadiums now you can imagine that a company doing that would not have a lot of success during covid <laughs> yeah i imagine that <laughs> So, you know, like that got shuttered, but, you know, like I, at that time I, I said to the CEO, I'm like, all right, look, like, here's what I want to do. Like, I've been working on this thing. I have a side project. Um, what do you think? 
And he was like, this sounds amazing. I'll fund you. Actually, start working on this full time right now and I'll write you a check. And so the first thing that I did was reach out to Eric, um, who I was working with at the same company. Um, and I said, dude, I have this thing. I've been working on it. You know, like it's been a side game for so long. I want to make it a big, you know, full-time thing. Um, Robert has said that he'll come in and like fund. Can you work with me under this? Can you join me? Eric's like, yeah, sure. Let's let's do it. I, I can give you like 20 hours of my time. Like let, let's start part-time. <laughs> so so you know, like we started part-time. Um, but then since then it, it's grown magnificently, right? But but not too fast. Like if there's one thing that I could say that epitomized is um the way that our company has grown, especially like in this industry. And what I think is one of our strengths is that we haven't um we haven't outgrown our gravitas at any point. Like we've we've kept our burn rate low and the staffing low. Um, and we've scaled up with people as far as we've scaled up with credibility with the industry and with, you know, like people knowing about us and people using us and, and so on and so forth. And that has been very, very, very instrumental for us, I'd say. And um, now having a platform that is like super accessible and, you know, like a, a team that is like super on point of things without having a lot of red tape, without having a lot of like bureaucracy put in place like way too early. But most importantly, you know, like having spent the enough amount of time with people in the comics industry and in the comics community to get to know us and to let them know that, you know, like we're here and we're cool and we're not going anywhere and we're not, you know, like many other golden green forests that are being promised to people and then just disappear. Like we're, we're here for the long haul, basically. Yeah, you know, that seems to be the challenge that, you know, especially companies that are starting out seem to have is that they, uh, especially when they have a little bit of success, they tend to want to try to grow uh, quicker than they probably should and saying you've done a good job of kind of keeping that curtailed. Okay, so uh, as I said in the beginning, the success you have built just in this year alone is, is extremely impressive. If you had to narrow it down, what do you think has led to your tremendous growth so far for uh, Global Comics? I mean, how do I put this in the best way? Well, there's a market and there's a supply and demand. <laughs> uh, you know, like I say that, but I, that's not entirely facetious, right? Like, look, there are a lot of people in the creative space that feel like what they have to offer isn't being served. And we happen to have a service that has been developed over years and years and years with focus on the creator's needs and the creative's needs and the business needs, right? Um, and, and so we're not actually coming to this market with an immature product that is kind of like, you know, typical of a startup fashion where it's like, oh, yeah, we'll promise stuff and then you'll get it. Um, no, we, we actually have a product that's been, you know, been polished for the past five years. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. 
by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Um, and so that's a huge, huge part of it in that when there are people that are unserved in the market or people that are feeling that they're being underserved, when they go looking for alternatives that you have the right kind of product that they need and that you solve the problems that they want and that you're also, you know, like, I, I dare say, you know, like, even as a company, a person, right? Like in that they're having conversations with people, not soulless drones, that the company cares that, you know, values are being put on display and like people are held accountable to those values. Um, I, I think all of these things are, you know, part of it. Ultimately, you know, like, what's the reason for our success? Um, if I wanted to pin it entirely in something internal, like an internal metric, it, it, it's just like sheer willpower. The entire team has been so adamant on that, like, this is the right thing. We need to push this forward. We need to just get it in front of enough people and eventually things will happen. And that's exactly what we're seeing right now, right? Like, um, I, I, it feels weird for me to say, but we have a, a really, really amazing product for, for comic creators. And the moment that I get to like have conversations with folks, I'm like, well, you can do this and 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 what are your use cases? And they'll, you know, like they'll listen and they'll tell me like, well, here's what I want to do. And here's how I want to try and monetize. And here's how I want to run my business. And I get to like turn around and say, well, I have a solution for you. Like you can use our service in this set of combinations and it'll work perfectly. Like I, that in like the, the most ultimate, um, point i think is what leads to that success the fact that we um we have a service that can do that and that can be that for that many people um that are looking you know like for whatever success means for for them for some it's money for others it's followers for you know yeah others it's page views question mark right but right. we we have a service that can um offer all of those things for all of those creators and i think you know like ultimately that's um that's the thing that makes us successful and that's the thing that um is our drive force internally too so do you think the fact that you are a kind of a you know small based company you think that kind of helps in that you know the bigger when you get start talking about growing really large you kind of lose that personal uh touch where you're you know you're listening to your customer and it almost becomes like an assembly line kind of thing you think it, it benefits you the fact that you kind of kept yourself contained uh in that manner absolutely but also like the moment we stop listening to our um, customers, not just customers, but creators and, and um, for our constituents, I'd say, right? Like the people that are members of our community, 
is the moment that we start failing as a business because Global Comics is more than just a comics consumption platform. It's a community. It's a place for people to go and like discover comics and discover like-minded people and discover creators that they're never heard of. And right, like Global Comics is also about, you know, like finding other people to work with and finding, you know, like, oh, I need a cover artist for this thing using talent marketplace. Um, and I think that the moment that we as a business, if, if, and God forbid this ever happened, but if we ever lose touch with that, I think like something is very, very, very wrong. And, you know, like I, I would like to say that um, as long as I am in charge of this company, then this company will continue to steer a ship that is guided for the number one principle as long as our constituents are successful we are successful and that means if creators are making money through us we're making money if creators are finding audiences through us we're finding audiences right and and like that for me is like the core guiding principle of everything that i do and how i think about the company in general i i, I think that that is a, a pretty clear um mo that is through an internal culture but also through like efforts and communication and like um transferred as we can grow and scale because if if that mo doesn't change then i think that everything else kind of falls place from it at, at least it has so far um you know i'm, I'm never gonna say never but I, I hope not. Like I, it's very, very important to us that that we live into our values for as long as we can. Okay, so uh, say that you know a, you know a creator is out here listening to us, and uh, they might decide they want to work with Global Comics. Uh, is there any particular criteria they have to meet? Do they have to have a complete project? What what are, what are some of the guidelines that they might uh, need to know about before they uh, sign on with you? If you want to get started, like, look, here's all you need. You have a PDF with your comic. Great. Take it. You'll be live in less than five minutes. You create your creator page, create a series page. You add your release. You drag the PDF in. We'll auto reformat, resize, do all the things that we need to do with it. You don't need to, like, worry about any of it. And there's no file size requirements either, by the way. Um, and then you'll be live. Less than five minutes. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's good. Okay, so uh, you know, like I said, so during your incredible success this year, uh, you know, as I scan through your website, you get a multitude of titles uh, being brought to the public's attention. Uh, and I know this might be an impossible question to answer. And if you said I can't answer that question, you can by feel feel free to say so. But is there maybe a title or two that you've put out that you think best exemplifies the product that uh, Global Comics is uh, is trying to uh, reach out to the public? No matter what two I pick right now, I'm going to be out in knitting like 50 other right. types of listeners or readers or, or whatever, right? Like, look, if you're super into um, superhero stuff and you're not, you know, Marvel DC, Valiant just joined our, our platform. Valiant will be super dope. If you're into like more murder, mystery, dark, noir, Check out T-Bub. T-Bub's really amazing. If you're into like sci-fi or like more um, 
harsh reality, post dystopian, like super A list kind of writer stuff. Um, good AWA. AWA, you know, they work with folks like Shrigzinski, who wrote Double and Five. Um, their comics are really dope, right? Like, and if you don't even care about any of the names at all, and all you just want is like comics to read on your phone, go to the vertical comic section on our browse and like see what's there. There's a ton of amazing comics that came from creators coming over from webtoons. Divinity Five by Rose Lindath is like one of the way better just like random indie comics created by a random person not in the comic industry that I've ever read and like there's so many more stories like that like look I I can't really I can't give you one or two there's so much all over the place actually that was a pretty good answer uh okay so uh so I, I want to thank you for uh, taking the time and speaking for us today, Chris. But before I let you go, I want to talk about your announcement, as you just briefly mentioned, uh, with Valiant Entertainment. Uh, how did that come about? And uh, I know it was a little bit of work on your part getting it to uh, brought it into your system. But uh, how did that uh, connection uh, come about? Oh, we got introduced to Valiant through uh, a former co-worker of ours named Gamal Hennessy who I think you know, he, yes. he wrote the book, you know, like Business of Independent Comics Publishing. Um, Gamal is actually our uh, legal representative on retainer. So he's not a full-time employee anymore. He was at one time, but now um, we're doing, you know, like a, a part-time thing. And he started his own business um, as a subscription service for learning how to run like comics business. Which, if you haven't checked out, you should check out because he does some really good stuff. Um, <laughs> good plug. But okay. but but you know, like like how 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 did it come about? Well, Gamal introduced us to this guy named Russell, and Russell Brown runs licensing for Valiant, and we had conversations with them a couple of years ago. Um, we were all like super busy. It was like wrong timing, and then. Um, earlier on this year, we're like, all right, well, how about now? And everyone was like, oh, yeah, yeah, this feels like this feels really great. This feels good. Um, we should do this. And it's kind of been a sprint from there, right? Like it, it, it things happened very quickly. Decisions were made quickly. It wasn't, you know, like your horror story of like, oh, hurry up and wait type of situation. Um no, like everything was just like week over week over week. It's like, okay, this is done, this is done, this is done, this is done. Okay, great. All, you know, all the metadata is like, like formatted is being outputted to your like format structure. Don't know. Let's check it, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> things were happening like that. And, and um, this last week was definitely some form of a crunch where uh, we get all the metadata like things hammered out and then um, all of the data ingestion like all the the files themselves i had a problem with our internal systems that wasn't outputting the good enough quality for like the like server side um ingestion so i was like all right eric kevin we're gonna go manual on this we're gonna upload all you know 1600 (laughs) 
PDFs ourselves. <laughs> Because I don't have time to fix this before, like, if I work on this, I can't guarantee that we're going to be like reaching the deadline. Uh, <laughs> so the entire team was, was, you know, like all of us, we, we took, uh, you know, around 570 PDFs each. And we're just like dragging it up and dragging it up and dragging it up and like uploading through the same system that everyone else uses. So we got all of Valiant um, on board five hours before the live day it was supposed to be. And we're like, oh, God, Chris, next time we need to fix that code before we, <laughs> before we go there. Well, see, no wonder you were so tired. So that was the feedback from my team. They're like, yeah, this was a good exercise. And now I appreciate how much effort it is for publishers. But also, Chris, you got to fix this shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. but, but but that that is the whole live now uh, on your website oh yeah yeah it's 1622 releases are live from valiant right now excellent okay so what was it well i really appreciate talking to you but before so the, the final things so that before i uh, let you go uh tell tell the my followers where they can reach you on social media and of course your website Oh, great. Well, um, for Global Comics, you should follow Global Comics on Twitter. It's at Global Comics. Same on Instagram, at Global Comics. You should follow us in both places. Um, we're super dope. We like, share and focus and uh, retweet and highlight a lot of creator-driven content, a lot of creator-driven promotions, etc. We also spotlight and feature, you know, like really good stuff from publishers and creators and folks on our platform in general. Um, and if you want to follow me specifically, um, I'm Christopher Carter. I'm at NimlothCQ, N-I-M-L-O-T-H-C-Q, at um, Twitter. And, you know, like, whatever questions you have for Global Comics, feel free to hit me or at Global Comics up, and we'll respond to the best we can. Thank you so much. All right, really, and you, yeah, you really should check it out because I'm, because uh, I'm all about the art, and I was looking through some of them, and there's some really talented artists doing books uh, for you on there. So uh, be sure to check that out, and uh, say we will be following Global Comics quite closely, Chris, and we hope we talk to you again real soon. Thank you, dude. All right, well, I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to GVN's Talking Comics. Please come back again. Talking Comics is a production of Geek Vibes Nation. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.